the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bit of news that has been breaking over the last half hour or so, and that is that the uh, Secretary of State in Georgia just announced yes. that they're going to conduct a hand recount of the presidential race in that state for a couple of reasons. One, automatically a recount was going to be triggered because of the close margin of this vote. The Trump campaign had been asking for it to be a hand recount because there have been some issues with some of the vote counting machines, especially those made by a company called Dominion that have been troublesome in Michigan, in Georgia, in Nevada. And so the Trump campaign asking for this to be a hand count. And by the way, Secretary of State agreeing to those terms, uh, agreeing to those terms. It's not unusual for a hand recount to, to be asked for and to be granted. And it doesn't always have to do with with the story that Jennifer's been following and telling us about the 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 doubts about this particular these particular voting machines, the apparatus used uh, in the state of Georgia for in Florida. When George W. Bush, then the governor, he became our president, and then Vice President Al Gore had a dispute over the Florida popular vote and those electoral votes, which ultimately made George W. Bush our uh, 43rd American president. There were hand recounts then, and then, Jennifer, in 2000, I know you think I'm 35 because I'm so buff and I look, have all <laughs> yeah. my hair and Real I style. dress so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, but I'm a little bit older than that, and we were on the radio saying, not we. You shuffle like a 39-year-old, though. <laughs> I do. I have the speed of a gazelle. I don't know why I like to say that you shuffle now. It just makes me laugh. You really don't. It just makes me laugh. I thought of that yesterday walking home from work because, you know what I do? I, <laughs> the Whitman I shuffle on the way home. Yeah, you know, my mother used to say, or Nana was, you like a bull in a China shop. And uh, like your dad, I kind of move. Yeah, I, I hunker down. You I, do. I, you I, hunker down head forward and you just go. I go fast. It's like you're aerodynamic when you put your head down. And I down. notice people look at me too. I, people think, especially in this COVID oh, era, sure. like I'm coming fast through and they're like, I got to get away. But I don't care. I got to get home because I got to get away from them. Point is this. That uh, hand recounts, they do happen. And uh, we thought 20 years ago there'd be some federal uniformity. I mean, I remember screaming into a microphone somewhere, does the federal government get involved now and like maybe issue some standards for the way the states should not totally invade states' rights on the issue of voting and conducting their own elections, but set some parameters, give some guidelines, some uniformity, anyone? At the the risk of sounding like a liberal, which I never want to do. It's okay. It feels good sometimes. I, after watching what has happened in California for the last several election cycles you, after you watching want... what is happening in the country right now. She's about to break out and sing Imagine by John Lennon. It's coming. Kumbaya, my love. Oh, see, well, that's, I'll take that. I'll take... Can you see my Kamala Harris t-shirt? <laughs> no, <laughs> that will never happen. I can tell oh, you right now. Please. But I do think we need to get serious about figuring out some standards because the fact that states can go and argue to change election law in the weeks before the election, the fact that we have expanded Election Day to like six weeks now instead of a day, the fact that universal mail-in is actually rolling out across the country and it's not going to go back just because COVID goes away. Right. So – I think we need to get serious about how we are going to maintain the integrity of our election because 
God forbid we California the rest of the nation. I mean, we have got to do better than this. We have to have secretaries of state who are serious about cleaning up voter rolls. Maybe, and here's where I might sound like a lib. I never liked the the day off for election day. I think that's ridiculous. You should oh, take responsibility and go and because I've embraced this. But maybe. No. Let me help you. You need help? I don't know. Maybe if we like actually agreed to some like uniformity uh, here and not having like a six month election, maybe. Uh, 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 here's what she wants to say. Maybe. She's afraid. She's afraid to say it. Not afraid to say to, it. I said Jennifer maybe. Jennifer does not want to sound like a liberal. What she really wants to say is what I believe, and most of you, I would hope by now, would as well. Election day in America should be a national holiday, and it should maybe. be on it. It should stay on Tuesday. With some concessions. It should be a national holiday, and people should be paid as we are fortunate to be paid, and so many are fortunate to be paid when there's a national holiday that your company gives you so that you can for a day in, this, in, this, in these very busy lives and this unprecedented time, and I know going forward it won't be as unprecedented. It will get more precedented. Isn't that how you use that word? Sure. <laughs> right. People will be able to, for, for the day, think about just going and casting their vote. They won't have to think about, you know, the kids will be home. They won't have to take them to daycare. They won't, they won't have to go to work themselves. Come on. Let's just do that. Let's just do that in America. If it meant not expanding the election for two months, I could be maybe persuaded to go in that direction. But I don't love it. I think that we should have one election day. I think that's what's in the Constitution. And by and the then, way, let's make that a federal holiday. Can we get Garrett Fay or one of our election lawyers and maybe, you know, as you like to say, deputize the audience a bit? Because isn't it possible? And I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of turn here and I might. I'm not a lawyer. Huh. But if the Constitution actually calls for this. The first Tuesday, first Tuesday after, after the, the first, first Monday. Monday to be Election Day. Isn't it possible that the Trump campaign could go to all of the – like go to the Supreme Court and say any ballot that was cast before or after Election Day should be tossed? The now, first Monday after state the first law has been changed, but right. if you challenged the constitutionality of that state law, would you win? That's my question. Uh, it's, a, it's a fair question. I'm not an attorney. I, I, I don't know. I, I Where's Judge Janine? I won't. Well, she's apparently still working at Fox, despite our yeah. false hey. report and retraction. Hey, yesterday. I quickly retracted. I know you did. You're the you best. Know? Come on. Yeah, look, I said Sandra Day O'Connor was deceased on the air. <laughs> she's not. She's alive. We have said enough. We lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I went a step further and I said on the air. Hmm. I wonder why Sandra Day O'Connor didn't get to land in the state. <laughs> She'd be deserving of that. And then I went farther. Further, excuse me, I never make that error. I went further and said, mm, probably a family decision made him want her to <laughs> land. And then I went on for about seven or eight more seconds. And then this one here, Jen, popped up and said, oh, and Sandra Day O'Connor's alive, which is probably the <laughs> which big Which is reason. probably why she hasn't. I said, oh, well, let's just hit <laughs> the retraction. We hit the breaking news. I issued the retraction. We went on with the show and on with the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was important. Correct. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about before that, but uh, it was about elections in this great nation of ours. In any case, so we now have a winner in the North Carolina Senate race. Tom Tillis has uh, declared his victory over Cal Cunningham, who conceded yesterday in California. We also have some decisions. Michelle Steele has uh, declared victory over Harley Rauta, who has uh, offered to concede. He did that yesterday. Okay, that's a big one. That is a big one for us. That flipped uh, to the uh, to the. 
uh, to the Democrats, and and it was part of the na- the national, believe it or not, national narrative about our very own Orange County that these traditionally reliably conservative Republican uh, bastions, where where a lot of votes come in for those types of candidates, have now flipped to the Democratic side. Well, that one just flipped right back to the Republican side.